Yep. Tick tock after show. After yeah. show. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna um I'm gonna uh I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see my folks. But uh thanks for accommodating my uh horrible <laughs> recording situation. Bye, bye. Doctor Veronica. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Tim. Bye, bye, bye. Never gonna get to ask about the SLE app. It comes up over and over again. Nobody looks at the doc. Nobody looks at the doc. I w- uh, I have been looking at the doc, and I was going. Do you to... know how good that app is going to need to be for me to overcome what an asshole app it is? That's my problem. I uh, yes, I agree, and uh, I don't want to give them any of my eyeball. Uh, just because of the way they've handled this, it's such an asshole app. They they charge for it. That makes me very, very, very happy. The iOS yeah, no. app is not there yet, but or, or I should what? say the i the the iPad app is not. Oh, oh, oh yet, okay, okay, okay. I really, really <sighs> like it. Uh, I don't like any email apps at all. I still, I've to be. I'm trying to wean myself all the way off Spark because it's. I've just fucking had it. Uh, please don't email me because I won't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't email me about your app, which you guys do with your inbox zero. Um, but no, I'm um, I'm trying to get myself all the way onto Gmail for iOS. That is my my go to whenever I I I use what you call the asshole email app whenever something comes in and I can respond to it like a text message. But if I yeah, need yeah, to yeah. find something, I will go into Gmail, which I think their mobile search has gotten faster probably since they're mm-hmm. only working on one email app and not gmail and inbox at the same time i don't know there's exactly one feature i need for people to nick from spark um it's i need whatever screen i'm on i need a little thumb at the bottom of the list to swipe to move all of those items to out of the inbox oh and it's, a, it's mm. amazing how few have a way to window down to all so get rid of you know respond to the stuff you need to i mean this is just this is my basic move it's like go and respond to what needs responses you know potentially snooze stuff but but the thing is they have so in spark basically you know what i'm saying you're on a mm-hmm, you're on a screen mm-hmm. let's say your inbox or you're important or whatever you're yep. on so there's a thumb on the left a thumb like a little grabber on the left at the bottom and a grabber on the right at the bottom and anything you could do with a swipe to one email you can now do to all of those mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, you follow? Yeah, and you think they want that. And you don't that. have to individually select seven emails to do it, like in Gmail. In Gmail, it's, it's, there's not an easy way to, with one swipe, do everything to this. So like, depending on like whatever reason I don't want to deal with this now, the easy one is uh, grab the one on the, I want to say, on the left. Oh, shit, I should look. But anyway, I can swipe all of them to snooze. I could swipe all of them to archive. I could swipe all of them to whatever. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't require any onesie twosie selection. That's that's just my most I that's a move I need everywhere. The equivalent yeah. of like star A in the Gmail desktop apps star A I E. Like get rid of all of You'd these. You think they have the would have that too because they love showing that inbox zero icon. <laughs> oh my god, and the little fox and the three wise men. Hey, enjoy your day. Yeah, well how about fuck you? <laughs> I, I saw. I said. I said. I said a long time ago. I got the emails. I got the emails. Yeah. I, said, I said. I said. I said. Yeah, this is fine. This is a nice app. I said. And, you know, you mind if we use Inbox Zero? And I said, you know, actually, to be honest, uh, I prefer you did. Yeah. I kind of prefer you did. And they said we totally understand. Yeah. That and they understood gross. for a while. That feels. And then gross. now an empty now an empty inbox means Inbox Zero. Yeah. Uh, no, I. I gotta see that. I gotta see that when I've achieved Inbox Zero. <laughs> I see a fox and it says Inbox Zero. 
Uh, I feel like Screech. So it must be what it's like to be Screech. Hmm. Hmm. Or a woman. I see uh, that you have the Upgradies mm-hmm. Award on the follow-up and front matter. And well, I know you get excited about these things. I okay. thought I'd give you the chance. No, but that's the thing. I, I kind of like dunking on them because I think awards are silly. But then I hmm. realized, oh, people took time to do something that I would absolutely Super nice. never do. And that is I so... Know. That actually makes me very, very, no, it's, very there's happy. No, I mean... Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just... Uh, no, so this is how do you say this? These th- what they're doing here is so 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 very different than what usually happens with awards. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. in this case, they're talking about what they like, and they're encouraging their listeners to tell them and the audience what they like, and it's pretty straightforward, um, and it's nice, and uh, it's really nice. It's just that like there's something about the whole I want an award thing that hurts my heart, just because almost all of those things. I'm not saying this is like this. I'm saying almost everything else when it comes to an award is a backwards favor request I... most awards are backwards favor requests mm-hmm. and it's all about the person giving the award and wanting people to link to their website or whatever it is put this badge on your site this goes all the way back to the early days of the graphical web if you're cool site of the day and you get a little penguin like yeah that's that's really about that site and um that's just i don't like i don't like i'm grateful that people did it i'm super grateful i'm really grateful people listen to the show i sound like such an asshole i just i don't <laughs> like trumpeting awards no, I don't like shopping. It's Instagram, man. It's just a way of making other people feel bad. I won an award. You didn't, you know. I I I agree with what you are saying. I just disagree with how I guess how Jason and Mike do it. Only because, yeah, those little those those little square guys that they get they, they are arbitrary and stupid, but they do they bring a little bit of joy to. There are some well, people who are brings, very into it, 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 and that but makes like me happy. The, well, and so like a thing that a lot of people do, I'm going to tear away the curtain from a thing, um, which is that, first of all, most, not upgradees, upgrade a double dose of his pimpin. Have you ever seen Idiocracy? You ever seen that? I have indeed. I okay, can't so watch it anymore. Every time the word upgrade is, or we hear or say the word upgrade oh, no. in our house, my wife warned oh, no. me, goes, upgrade. Oh, no. Upgrade. Oh, Remember no. when she tries to call him? Yeah. Oh, no. Upgrade. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but. Uh, Welcome to Upgrade. <laughs> upgrade. For a double dose of his pimpin'. You see, a uh, pimp's love is very different from that of a square. Right. Um, so it's, it's uh, who fucking cares? It's just, no, in their case, why are they doing this? They're doing this because it's a fun thing. It gives them an opportunity to talk about things that they like, which is really, really a good way to do that. Last night on the recording of uh, Rectus we did last night, I suggested we offer people a chance to ask us questions. Now, there will be people who ask us questions. We won't use 90% of those questions mm-hmm. because either somebody's being performative and jokey mm-hmm. or it's just a question we don't want to or need to answer. Mm-hmm. But if people do ask us questions, we get to do this magic trick or illusion, as you say, an effect of going through all the suggestions for questions we got and getting to pick out the ones we do talk about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and want to talk about and want to address and we see as good content. And so I think there are ways to do populist bullshit that actually has a reason. I'm just very, I'm burned out on populist bullshit as part of it. You know, like when people go, hey, Twitter, what do you guys think about my diddly deep doop And then it just becomes like, what's the, what's the worst kind of groin injury you've had in the last two weeks? And like, it just becomes, it's just a way of like pe- getting people to like do your Twitter. And it's like, Bleh. you don't really care about my groin injury. You just want to see your name in other people's timelines. The, is the problem oh oh okay so <laughs> on new year's eve uh we were we were talking about what's the most obnoxious thing someone could put on the internet right now 
And I mm-hmm. th- and I thought, oh, I know what. I, I, and you know what? I got. I know what? that I an- annoyed at least one person. What's my biggest regret of 2018? And uh, why is that obnoxious? That's not obnoxious. That is obnoxious. It's just. It's just asking for people to examine your. Oh, own you're pivoting. Life. To, you're pivoting to imply that I'm talking about you is the thing you're doing. Oh my! Though. You replied to my tweet. You replied to my tweet. You were just in some form. Because well, you do that. You, I do. You, you're, your life. Is is riven by how the internet is harming you and your friends. It is arguably one of your defining points is how terrible the world is. And then at the same time, you personally purchase thousands of microphones to hand to people <laughs> to, offer, to say, what do you think about me? And I never understood that. I'm willing to now admit that I think it's a millennium thing that I don't understand. I don't mm-hmm. know why you do it. I don't know why you encourage people to say terrible things to you. Uh, be, mm, because it happens anyway, and there's some sort of oh god ownership. I don't want to get all Hannah. G- That's why I hated Nanette. <laughs> no, I truly, truly hated Nanette with her whole oh we have to we've been forced to self deprecate. I'm like no deprecate. I say it almost normal. No, no, no. Just say it with your words. I won't interrupt you. What is it you're trying to say? Uh, no, I I genuinely hated the stand-up special Nanette because yeah. the whole bit about how minorities or whatever, marginalized folks need to need to perform or present themselves felt like bullshit. And it's going to happen anyway. People or people are going to mock you and say mean, unsolicited things anyway. And yeah. if you kind of, I, I don't mind feeding the trolls. I don't know. Maybe it is hmm. a millennium's thing. Like, I've never had a problem with Instagram because I don't mind that some people take pictures of their breakfast and put it on the internet. Like, I don't know. I don't care. That's mm-hmm. always been my life. It's always something that's going to exist. I shouldn't say it's always something that's going to exist. It's something that I can't see ending anytime soon. I don't want it to accelerate or anything, but I like seeing everyone's Christmas trees. I, I, I oh yeah, no, no. I think that's I think that's a nice thing. I I, I already miss uh, the babies and dogs. I miss it a lot. My um my niece's baby. I miss seeing that. I like it was. It's a really she's a really cute baby, and I already miss it. It sucks. The it it, it it it's the best of the worst. In in I I, I don't know. It's, I, I, it makes me feel like as like I, I think you're changing the topic a little bit, and that is fine. But um I um my reason for this is in part I don't know I don't know man I um I think Facebook is really bad. I, I really bad. really do, and it's it's it's. It, on the one hand, it's funny because like uh, I took a lot of fucking heat talking about this, hmm, say ten years ago. Like seriously, no, you guys really need to get off Facebook. It is very, very bad for you, and it's really bad for you. And now we had no fucking idea. We had no idea all of the ways that Facebook was unincon- unintentionally or deliberately fucking us. And like now, I mean, where do you even begin? It's now become such a hum in the last year. That still, it's just it's shocking to me that that people are still using it. But then people say, "Well, it's the only way I can get on my neighborhood association, or the only way I can get with my family." And it's like, I mean, okay, that's great. Like, tell tell me what it would take for you to need to get off Facebook, because you, owing to that logic, you're saying there's nothing Facebook could do to fuck you over that would ever make you quit Facebook. Mm-hmm. You should have quit Facebook ten years ago. It's shocking that you still have an account at Facebook. And, and, you know, uh, I just think it's, I think it's mind blowing, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, it's a version of, well, at least he made the trains run on time. 
in some ways. I, I don't know. I, I no. I, I want to agree with everything, but I feel like it's a double standard because I do use Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And no, I, I know, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't use Facebook. It, it, it was it was the thing of like, yep, family. I'm not dead. Here's my stuff. Um, yeah. But now, oh God, this is gross. Oh, don't email me. It's at a point where I'm like, if I can't commute, if the only way I can communicate with this person is over Facebook, do I really want to be? Is there, you know, I, I don't know. That, yeah. That feels like a gross thing to say. Like, I don't, I also do this. Well, but if someone leaves a voicemail, I will never respond <laughs> to it. No, anyway. I, that's, I feel exactly the same way. If, <laughs> well, also with all my blockers that I run, if anybody calls me and leaves a voicemail, it's almost, it, it is uniformly always bullshit. Mm-hmm. I have been habituated so hard on this. It's astonishing. I mean, I can't even tell you. It's got, uh, you know, if I were being honest with myself, it's over 80%, but I want to say over 95% of any calls in or out on my phone, especially in our, our garbage. It's just, it's, you just delete it all. But I don't know. Anyway, this is really boring and everybody else has talked about it, but like, um, it, the thing was, though, even a few years, the part that now in some ways it actually makes more sense now because you've the Facebook ecosystem, anybody with any fucking sense is off of Facebook and deleted their account and goes through and deletes their cookies and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, doing what they can mm-hmm. to minimize the damage this company is doing to the fucking country, to the country. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about you're like, did they accidentally leak your baby picture for some AI training? Yeah. I'm talking about they're hurting, they're hurting the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing is, uh, let's be honest, like any of the frogs who wanted out are gone and now yep. it's going to be, it's the lifers at this point. Exactly. There's nothing very, very little. And the reason I say that partly is, well, I mean, Tumblr used to be a lot more fun 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Twitter was a lot more fun 10 years ago. There were still more and like, so what are you going to do? You're going to join, join some Pepe Frog PHP forum. Like where are you <laughs> going to find that community? It's, it's, or as somebody, I think Lisa Schmeiser was saying this on, um, on the weekly news show with Jason Snell, whose name escapes me. Download. Clockwise. Down- Download. Yeah. Upgrade. Was talking about uh-huh. like, well, okay, I delete this, but then what? Now all my baby photos are gone. All the stuff is gone. They don't make it surpassingly easy to take that stuff with you, I guess. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's just, it's, I oscillate. I oscillate between like, it's true on political Twitter. It's true in life. It's true with these tech companies where I oscillate between being so very radical uh, about like, oh my God, I just, I fucking had it with the centrist left. Y'all are fucking killing me mm-hmm. with wanting to make everything like happy and, and smiley. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm sympathetic to everybody, but I'm also a little bit surprised that we're still, we're still at this point having this conversation. You know, it's depressing is what it is. It's depressing to me that we're still having the conversation of like, we're holding like, you know, like you can see me with my hands here, like weighing these two sides. Like, well, you know, I could still away. I can stay in contact with my family and the soccer group. And it's like, yeah, but Jesus fucking Christ, what is it going to take? The th- I mean, thing that's been driving me crazy is people saying, well, there's a, a, a certain amount of privilege you need to have before you can leave Facebook. And I think to some degree that's true, except the people with that privilege aren't using it, which is what is mind blowing to me. It's it's another starving African child scenario. Like, mm-hmm. where you go and find some extremely extreme version of something. Well, I mean, so wait, so l- l- let's follow the corollary of that logic, which is that, that I, we all should subject ourselves only to the thing that is the worst mm-hmm. that any person has ever experienced. Otherwise, we're being inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- that seems um, 
problematic. <laughs> right. Well, well, it you is, know, a lot though. of people. It's just it's it is, a lot of people bullshit. in Africa don't have clean water. So how dare you give your kid clean water? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's very hypocritical. You gotta check your privilege on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad you like your app. I will uh, definitely look at it <laughs> when it's something oh, that is available to the public and doesn't require some fake viral bullshit to get people to use it. Oh, it's it's working. It's. It's you know what good good for them. It's mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. See now I'm sad. This is this all goes against my my yearly theme, what? which is just oh no no themes 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 themes. Tell me about your tell me about your themes. You're very excited mm-hmm. because there's a podcast uh, mm-hmm. uh, about themes, and mm-hmm. now you're thinking about your theme. Do you have a theme for the year? Yeah, I'm just uh, sort of. I'm just going to try to be happy, which sounds. Do you so want to do you want to start by saying what you liked about the <sighs> podcast and the themes because you, you wore. A shirt and you're very excited what's it what's exciting about themes right now alex um i mean at one point i remember reading a lot of blog posts that talked about how stupid new year's resolutions are and so i I haven't had a new year's resolution in a very long time but then this podcast cortex started talking about themes and in terms of how how you describe like sort of a mindfulness throughout the year instead of i am i, I haven't heard the podcast but in per- previous years i heard that episode but mm-hmm. in previous years it was things like the year of less yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the like, year but the idea notion is to come up with not a specific thing that you're doing but i would describe it almost as an ongoing an ongoing mixer into any decision you make. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're confronted with a decision on any level, you think about what the theme is and how that applies. Kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If you're deciding to go to this party, like, does that fit into my theme this year? If your theme is like more face-to-face exposure with people, like even if that's inconvenient for you, you might choose to do it. If your theme is the year of less and you're feeling a little overwhelmed, well, even though it's easy for you to just say yes to every invitation, in following that theme, the mix comes in. And you say, well, maybe I'll do a little less and I won't go to this party. It's kind of. Yeah, that uh, that wasn't so much what their year of less was, I think. It was more of dialing back work because the the, the show is just kind of about work. And I it, it just <clears throat> scratched. I think it's a show about thinking about work. Yeah, okay, fair. Yes. So I, if it was a show I about agree. work, they wouldn't have time to do it. That- <laughs> I well, it it scratches an itch that <laughs> that that back to, to work was scratched at a time that I really needed it, and I think yeah. it scratches an itch that I need now because I I I have a lot of jobs and don't have that much time to listen to podcasts. Not I have not gone. You know. Also, you're not you're not as much. I, I mean, I'm assuming, and this tell me if this is none of my fucking business, but. You're not as much of a person of faith as perhaps you once were. Are you still a practicing person of faith? Oh, that's yeah. It's not. It's not a fuck up. The, fuck off. That's none of your business. It's. It's a. I don't know, and I'm okay. Trying. But you don't. But you don't. You don't turn to that. I'm guessing, and I'm, I'm not trying oh, to no, be facetious or that's take the piss. Okay. Yeah. But do you? Do you? Do you? Do you turn to? Or, how can I put this? Okay, let's really broaden this. So I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about everybody. <laughs> it, it can be very difficult to have a mooring uh, today in in this in this crazy in this economy. It's very difficult to have a mooring, and by which I mean, like I understand that there is a tether that keeps my boat attached to the dock in the following way that I can always depend on 100 percent, 100 percent faith or belief or whatever it is. 
Like, and I, I think people need and want that more than they realize. And it's easy to be facetious about it. And it's easy to call people idiots. But lacking a, a faith sink in your life or lacking a faith accumulator in your life, you need paradigms or you need models. Mm-hmm. Or in, in the words of the great Ethan Schoonover, the idea with OmniFocus is like, it's not the building, it's the scaffolding. Like you need a scaff in order to make this building, you first have to have a scaffolding that won't fall down. So you can just focus on the building and you stop thinking about the scaffolding. When the building's done, you take down the scaffolding. So I know that's all higgledy piggledy up in the air stuff, but don't you think that's kind of true for most of us today? We need something that gives us meaning and mooring as we move through life and are challenged in so many different ways by things that, by relativism, unintentional relativism of many, many kinds. So sometimes we need a model to say like, no, you know what? Actually, right now I'm in a mode where I'm trying to do fewer things. Or no, actually, uh, I, I'm not going to be able to do that thing because I decided I'm writing a lot this year. Or you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's where the, all of these things, the resolutions, the year of whatever, <clears throat> understandably comes out of a need for a template, a paradigm, a mooring. In some ways, doesn't like, like you need a you need a hook to like get through the world. I uh, I I guess I sort of agree, but with this, I think more. Uh, I just think people need connections to each other more than we'd like to admit to ourselves. And uh, like, like in terms of, do you do you mean a mooring, uh, <laughs> like like a as a as a play? I I, I don't know. Okay, I think- okay, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example because maybe I'm stretching it way too far. But my grandmother was the kind of extremely fretful, deeply faithful, uh, deeply Jesus based. She was a very Jesus based person, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I'm not trying to make a straw man out of this, but like. No matter what happened in her life, she felt that it was part of God's plan. And so she could contextualize anything Mm -hmm. that happened to her according to, and because the unwavering, supposedly, unwavering uh, mooring at the center of all that was like, our God is a good and loving God who takes care of us. And, but that, but the necessity of being that God is that this God has a plan and, you know, and it's expressed to the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ and all this kind of stuff. And I'm not trying to bag on it at all, but like, Anytime that she had any crisis of faith, she didn't go looking for another religion. She went straight back to the Bible. She went straight back to Jimmy Swaggart or whatever. Is that like her, her, her faith was in her faith in some ways. That mm-hmm. what she found profound and meaningful in her life was like no matter what dumb, quotidian, sad, bummer thing happened in her life, it was always contextualized alongside what her role serving a loving God. And I mean, there's something extremely appealing about that. And I say that without an ounce of of irony or unkindness. And I think to to your point, maybe in the same way that we need human connections, I think we're, we're looking for a connection to something bigger than us uh, in a way that that most of our brainy friends are not willing to admit to. Uh, That that I agree with. I I, I see what you're saying. And we need to be, we we need to find a way for like, do we want to get rid of all of our vulnerabilities or do we want our vulnerabilities to become meaningful? Mm Mm-hmm. Because you can't be a human being without vulnerabilities. But how do you make your vulnerabilities meaningful and important rather than just something that you're constantly trying to exercise? And so, you know, one model for that is, okay, there's, I have a big idea right now. And my big idea gets applied to things big and small. And that, that's all I meant by that idea. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to say like your religion is productivity or anything like that. I was just trying to say like, <laughs> that's the mooring though. I think the no, mooring right. is you need something that makes your life 
meaningful in a big way, but also meaningful in small ways. Like you, you need, and, and it helps to have that scaffolding of like, here is my approach to the challenges over the, the challenges that I face over the next 12 months are going to always be lit from this lamp that I've chosen, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose to look at it in this context, sometimes to the exclusion of other contexts. And that's, that's what I feel like is really useful about the theme park personally. I, I I agree. And I think we also don't want to admit to ourselves that, well, a lot of people, I think you've experienced too, a lot of people my age haven't experienced, or rather the people that I associate myself with now, have mm-hmm. not experienced the idea of church as a thing as, and as a place. Like, my mm-hmm. childhood was defined as like and and the deep friendships and community that community I had was all based around Catholicism because that is where I went to school and everything like that and I I don't think I will ever find I mean I hope I do uh but a, a deeper connection with an entire community of people it, it wasn't a, like because we yeah. yeah we believe that this crunchy stuff is our god it it, it was it was <laughs> about a feeling of like with with Catholicism it's Always, or in mm, my interpretation and the interpretation of Catholicism, I was taught that, and, and I promise this is almost it, it almost makes sense. The idea that action it's it's not that you are saved; it is the actions that save you, because that is you, you know you you don't need to just wish for the loaves to and the fish to to feed everybody. You need to get the fish and the loaves to feed everybody, and mm-hmm. I don't think anybody. All right, I, I don't think I'm going to get that experience again because of, you know, um, I, I don't I'm not welcome in those places. But even having these small like because I don't have that macro community, you're right. Having those like just small little things of, yeah, we're all going to focus on something together. And it's something that we can even just like casually text about. And it's not like casually texting about the next youth ministry retreat but we're going to talk about computer that that's really what uh like computers became my religion because that is a place where i could talk about things and there was no judgment mm-hmm. and it's also there there was that it was a tether to something and i just, <laughs> on the internet no one knows you're a girl <laughs> that is literally it <laughs> having the name alex was fucking awesome <laughs> yeah but uh and i got but more so with the yearly thing theme stuff i don't think that exactly correlates to that more so that it mm, oh no actually i think you've changed my mind because last no 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 say say what i wasn't trying to change your mind um well i'm I'm trying i'm trying to understand the mix that brings us to the need think of it however you want the big spotlight yeah the big theme Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whatever whatever it is i think i think one reason for that is dissatisfaction with how things are going now Mm -hmm. and the feeling that previous efforts to mitigate ameliorate um, any of the things we view as a challenge or a problem in an ongoing way in our life haven't worked. And so we need a bigger idea. And, and I'm, not, I'm not leading you anywhere where there's a trick. I'm just saying this is honestly, I think of what it is with me. You think about something like, I wish I had more energy and felt better. A lot of times it's physical things. I wish, I, wish my body were different. I wish I felt different in my skin. Um, and you can go out like, I wish I, I wish I slept better. I wish I had, I wish I had more people who liked me. I wish there were more people whom I liked. I wish my work were more meaningful to me. I wish my work was less meaningful to me. I wish my whatever it is. But like, hey, you know what? Up till now, the the raw or even more often diluted desire 
for that to improve it hasn't worked. My benign, um, my benign and somewhat uh, rudderless idea that I should be healthier hasn't gone anywhere. So now, right, we're going to need a bigger idea, and it's going to have to be something that's a big enough idea to encompass all these different things that I want to have going on. And I think in some ways, all so much of that comes down to, like any diet, it comes down to self-awareness and mindfulness, remembering to remember, thinking to think, right? All the kinds of just dumb stuff when we're just going through in our Daniel Kahneman first order kind of way of thinking, we're just like buzzing through life, doing whatever the fuck and finding ourselves having eaten all of the nachos. And that didn't help me feel better as a person. So the big light, the big plan, the big template, the big idea is going to be something I make a fucking point of constantly remembering to remember and then visiting upon any gateway that I get to. Whether that's, should I watch another YouTube video or should I have another eclair or should I, you know, skip this visit to the gym? Because that, that big light shines on it and says, okay, you decided that you had a big pattern you were going to work on. Or even a little, maybe a little pattern is oh, I'm going to work out twice a week. But usually when we make the resolution or we make the, introduce the model, it's something where we're saying, you know, Jesus, take the wheel. Like I need, I need to use hmm. my big brain to, I need to use my big brain to shine a light on this thing and remind me to be the person I would like to become. And I, in that way, I think that is very good. I think it's something you could choose to do any particular day. Mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. tying it to the calendar can be destructive, but I don't think there's anything bad about any of this. No, no, I know. I really don't. I, but that, I think that's where it comes from. It mm-hmm. comes from a restlessness. It's like in Buddhism, you call it like the, the uh, wobbly wheel or whatever, the yeah. dukkha. Like the, there, there's a dissatisfaction to my day to day that I'm not having an ability to improve. And I'm tired of feeling that way. I, I, I agree. And I think I, I just, did just realize that it actually is probably easier for me because I do have the deep, deep seated belief of uh, action. I'm I'm not trying to disparage. It's not that I am ashamed of my own religion or anything. I just like to tread mm-hmm. carefully because I don't want uh, mm-hmm. my opinions to hurt other people. But it, yes. it is just a deep seated thing of like, I want to make the world a better place, which a lot of people obviously have that, but it's, it's that like genuine guilt and shame of thinking you're not doing that. Um, that, and it helps to have a yearly theme to be like, ah, yeah, this is how I sort of can make it for even, even it, like if it's just for matchy, like that, that's all I mm-hmm. want really. Um, and last year I, it, it was the, th- the year of intentionality and, uh, it was, That's such a good word. It, it I, I probably stole it from you, um, but I, I, I just—it's different than a resolution. Intentionality is very different. Yeah, it was more of just you know the thing of like b- being productive isn't like how many emails you answered the day that. A day. resolution it's, is something like I'm going to stop doing X. Yeah, no, or I'm going to start doing X. Like as of the calendar, flipping over, I'm going to start or stop something that I regard as being one of the biggest rocks in my fucking road. And you can have an intentionality as simple as one more again. I'm just going to try a little harder. That could be mm-hmm. an intentionality. It could just be an intentionality of like, whenever I am challenged and feel discomfort, I'm going to make sure I leaven that decision making with this following thing. Like that, that is that. I think that's a powerful idea. That's really all my year was, and I think I got pretty good at it. Like we we talked about how I had never missed uh, a, <laughs> a recording of this show, and then uh, I was like, oh no, I'm going to spend time with my family, and I'm gonna. I have weighed the pros and cons of this, and 
it was a huge stressor not to have to worry about that. And mm-hmm. oh, and like when Max and I were sick, I would not even like dream of missing a show because like I I, I don't know. Um, and there are uh, other shows that I do with other people, and I've decided I'm like okay, yes. We are going to put these parameters in place, but you have to know, like, this will not be a regular uh, scheduled thing or something like that. Where mm-hmm. And also, um, it, it there was this thing that Gray said, which I also, on the, the program Cortex, of having just a little file on your desktop. Well, in my case, it's a file in uh, Bear or now Drafts that is just, mm-hmm. like, stuff you should that should always be on the back of your mind. And I found that very, very helpful. Um in just uh, thinking about, like, do I really, really want to do this? Yeah, I do, or no, I don't. And I did not always succeed at that. There are some things that I wish I went to or that I participated in that I said no to and then later realized, okay, I intentionally said no to this, but here's why and here's what, like, the mistake I made. Here's the party that mm-hmm. I did decide to go to, and it was real dumb. Um, but it's <laughs> it's kind of like a habit, whereas now it, it feels like a habit. It does not feel like something I need to constantly hang on to because I'm always thinking about it. That is just a thing that exists. Hmm. And this, this year, um, actually last year, you were not the only person who said this to me of like, it's shocking that you're not more happy and not, not in terms of like the mental illness stuff and stuff I can't control, but I was just a genuinely unhappy person, not because... Like there are all a, b- a bunch of external factors that made me unhappy that I couldn't um, control, but there were decisions mm-hmm. that, uh, or 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 thoughts that I chose n- to not, uh, thoughts that I let in that I didn't have to that just made me mm-hmm. sad. And this year, I I just want to do that. Honestly, it's it's basically of like uh, I guess caring less and having less of a theme of just try to be happy again there there was mm-hmm. a um one could you could you decide i mean like one i'm not preaching this except in as much as i'm preaching it <laughs> is to like uh and i have alex i have to do this so many times every day if i want to stay normal is to ask myself like what is my agency mm. in this situation is one way to look at it mm-hmm. look at it i mean it's it's so easy to fall into from any so many different directions, it's so easy to fall into this default way of thinking, which ends up. And it's not how it starts, but what it ends up as is like, holy shit, I am the victim in all of these situations, and I have no agency to change any of it, because if I even start to think about it, it's going to send me down the spiral of all the other ways in which I'm being victimized by the world. So one a simple one is like, I can, you can put this in a million ways, or like I'll say like three different ways to put this that are all like kind of classic stupid Merlin man shit. Um, one is um, do I like the way that I'm feeling? Do I do I have to keep feeling the way that I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. Am I stuck with the way that I am feeling? Um, another one is, like I say, something along the lines of, um, what if I decided to just feel better? Yeah, it doesn't work for everybody all the time. Another one, another one is along the lines of, like I say, um, what is my agency to change what's happening here? And a shocking amount of the time, there's way more fucking agency than you realized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Classic one that I'm happy to say a lot of people have taken up over the years. I've decided not to let it bother me. Mm-hmm. Now, people phrase that in different ways. Some people phrase that as, uh, this isn't going to bother me. Or they phrase it as, um, I, I'm not going to let things bug me. I've decided not to let this bother me. 
is fucking powerful. If you really unpack what you're saying, it's more than just the denial, the serenity now of, I am not bothered right now, I swear. But if you say aloud to yourself, I've decided not to let this bother me. Now you've got fucking agency in the middle of the room in the big boy chair saying, my mm-hmm. agency is that I have made a decision that this won't bother me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little bit of fake it till you make it, but you're reclaiming your fucking agency in this. Yep. Like, is this how many of my demons are in the room with me right now versus just in my head banging from the inside? Yep. Does that need to be that way? Yep. Is there any model that lets me have an out here, even for just a minute, to see what it could be like? And that's where you get the shit like looking at the chimneys. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of dumb ways that you can remind yourself you're not fucking stuck in a situation as much as you think you are, unless you are. And then it should be all about pure action and not about contemplation. Yeah. It's just those, those demons will just, they got all the percussion instruments. They're going to bang so fucking hard on the inside of your skull unless you find some agency. And sometimes that comes through a model or it comes through a resolution. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I don't. As long as it's not a bad thing, it can be a good thing. <laughs> I, 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 no, that's the thing. I truly, and, and I don't want to get all t- chip on my shoulder, even though I, I sometimes do, but whatever. Like sometimes those, I just, I just can't prevent those demons. Like I, I try real, real hard. And, but with the whole like year of intentionality, it's like, okay. Yeah, Alec, actually check your privilege. Like, you're skipping therapy because you're fucking lazy. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> you're anxious about going to therapy. Why are you anxious about going? It, it's the GTD of my anxiety, basically. Like, okay, why are you going to, why aren't you going? Oh, because you're anxious about uh, missing the bus. Okay, uh, you take your car. Oh, you're anxious about finding parking. Oh, yeah. you could afford the five, the like ten dollars to in from, uh, or like the five dollars, ten dollars total of going to your therapist's office when you're having a very, very bad day. Like, just fucking do it. And those are the demons that I can conquer that I can then get professional help with because I do have the privilege of being able to do that. And that's yeah. that's why I sort of like the year of happy because I have found ways to have more agency and. I, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, like last night, I was like, you know what? I am just going to see Spider-Man very, very late. Even though today I'm very, very tired because I wanted mm-hmm. to go in an empty theater, and I specifically wanted the one with the good sound and the good mix, and kind of got Syracuse about it and made sure that everybody who had seen it was like, yes, it was calibrated correctly, and it was, mm-hmm. it was fucking amazing. It was so, so yeah. delightful. And I don't know, kind of small things like that. And and not worrying. Like I spent like three hours building dumb shortcuts that are uh, iOS shortcuts that are mostly pranks to plan my family. And it was so, so fun. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. What what do you see that as the fruits of? Like what do you have a sense? I don't think I even specifically ask you what your year of is. Have I? Yeah, it's the year of just trying to be happy. That's all. The year of trying to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> and so do you feel like that has... No, no. I'm, not, I'm just asking. So do you feel like your ability to enjoy those things are some of the fruits of that line of thinking? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it wasn't like a... It wasn't... Like, despite the fact that yesterday was the first time I did feel like an active... Uh, like, I, I was like, yes, this is an active decision I'm making. It is something that has just come of a year of intentionality. Like, yeah, I'm going to choose to uh, play board games with my family. Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's... Oh, and this made me happy. And it, I just kind of stumbled into it in a good way. Although keto is very fun, and it's fun to nerd out about it. And 
Are you doing that? Oh, uh, yeah. I The thing is, I stopped for the holidays, and oh my God, it like took a week. And it's not like I suddenly ate a ton of popcorn. Or, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, not, popcorn's the one thing that you like can snack on and it won't kill you. It's not like I ate a giant cake afterwards. Like, I eased my way back into it, but you have way less energy. I believe it. I totally believe it. I became like just a slug. Uh, I mean, it helped my survivor (laughs) viewing habits. But uh, yeah. And also it is a particular thing that it works with my like brains and my meds in an advantageous way that just happens to be. It, it's like yeah, it's like solving. It's almost like solving a puzzle or something. It's it. Well, it's it's just I'm lucky in the way that like oh, uh, it iOS became a cool thing just as I was growing up, and it was a nice timing. It's like oh, this <laughs> this fad diet just happens to work very well for me because of a bunch of other reasons. Oh, I don't like the ones where I talk. There's just too much. Mm. Boy, no. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you talked. Uh, you, we, we kept cutting you off in the main episode. Oh, that was the uh, 17 black. people. The 17 people who are paying for this will get to hear you uh, saying some very nice things. <laughs> There's very all of those 17. We should start a podcast nice. with a podcast. A podcast with a podcast was just you and me talking. Oh boy, that is, I'm already it's just called after Max leaves. <laughs> all right, or, or, you think you think that's a good good spot? Well, I got about another hour of material here. I, um, well, we don't need to go any anywhere. And, uh, page two. Page. No, that's it. <laughs> Happy New Year, Happy you New Year. dummies! Be nice to yourself. Ask yourself: Do I have agency here? Ask yourself: Is there a way I could see this differently than I'm seeing it? Is there a way I could find more wins for people? Is there a way that I could be just slightly more kind to other people and myself? Is there a way that I could make this not so much about me? Is there a way that I could feel like a normal person just for a little while? The answer is no, you're fucked. What? (laughs) I just wanted to see where you'd go with it.